Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I feel so attacked. Sorry, okay, well, anyway, hi. Hey, hi. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. Welcome. Yes, you. Me? Too. Well, how are you, Maddie? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm also oh, I've had a day. I'm 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 a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yes. Well, do you want to share that story with us? Or what's Oh, I fell over today. <laughs> and like I slipped on tiles and like uh, crashed. Ow. Everything's fine. And I like I think I was only sensitive about it because late yesterday afternoon I decided I was going to make a bunch of pastries Mm. and then I didn't finish yesterday's steps until like 2.30am and then I was asleep at like quarter past four and then I had to wake up at eight to like finish them. Oh, Jesus. So I didn't think that through. (laughs) But it was worth it because delicious pastries. I mean, yes, but also that is a lot of hours of effort. See. For something you could buy at the store. You could buy it at the store, but why would you? <laughs> it's true. That croissant that I had was really nice. So, And that wasn't... That was a cutoff. That wasn't even a real layered croissant. Yeah, it was very nice. Mm, yum. Mm, yum. Anyway, Such enthusiasm. No, I was just thinking back. Go off. To eating it. It was really nice. <laughs> Go off. How was your week? Uh, actually, you know what? Mm. I've had a great week because I didn't have oh. to do anything, so... That sounds great. It was really that nice. Does sound great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had this was my week of I'm just gonna relax, mm. you know? Back I to do. the grind, I guess, tomorrow. Grinder. Maybe grind exactly. That is where I frequent. You're one of those straight girls who goes on grinder to hook up with bisexual guys. <gasps> what an idea. <laughs> what an idea. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to plant that idea in you. <laughs> I mean, surely bisexual guys are better than straight guys, so Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to unpack that, but yeah, surely. Surely. So, good one. Good talk. I'm really. Okay. Cool. What are we. Oh, the elephant in the room. Yeah. We didn't do that, did we? No, we haven't yet. Oh, well, what, yeah. The elephant in the room this week is that we didn't do a pod last week. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Mm. It's like for everybody. I don't really remember why. I think it's because we couldn't be bothered to do it on Zoom again. Yes, that is exactly why we. No, well, it was kind of a combination of things. We were zooming our recap, and then I was like Mother's Day as well. Mother's Day, work yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. And then I, te- mum texted and was like, "She's gonna be home with dinner in five minutes," and you were like, "I'm really tired." <laughs> Fair. And then we were like, "Okay, so we'll just skip this week, right?" <laughs> and then we did. We wow, did. that was a story. Uh-huh. That's the first week that we were like skipped yeah usually like there's a reason why we don't do it last week we were just like yeah well (laughs) no like i don't think we've missed a week the we've only missed um the i think we missed like three weeks over christmas but that was like a actual break yeah i feel like we might no one fact check me (laughs) (laughs) 
that's me having an argument with anyone yeah. i'm like actually no you're wrong this is the actual facts <laughs> this is what i feel is the, fact. the facts and then mm. uh, i'm usually right usually usually that's true. that's true that's kind of a good drag name usually usually lee <laughs> first name usually last name lee i don't know how you spell usually well, I mean, obviously, the the immediate thought is just U S U A, which Usha. is the beginning of usually. Yeah, but I feel but like it I, could be so fun. It's true. You could go for a U S H. Yeah, like usually. Yeah. Usually, usually, I kind of like that. Or like a um, like a U D J A usually. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know where you're at now. <laughs> Like a, yeah, that's kind of fun, right? Yeah, it's kind of fun. I think you'd fall into the risk of being called Usha, but Usha Lee. That's still kind of cute. It's not bad. Kind of like Mushu from Milan. Kind of. Who wasn't in the remake? Honestly, don't get me started on that. We already, I'm pretty sure we dedicated a whole podcast to dumping on the live-action Milan. As we should have. I didn't even. I didn't. I think I've only ever watched the cartoon Milan maybe like two times in my entire life. Same. And still, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> That's the tea. <laughs> that is the tea. What's the song from Enchanted? That's how you know. He loves you. He loves you. Yeah. I can't remember if it's she or he now. Well, That's gender's a social construct. Oh, he loves you. Yeah, that. That's how you know. Because it's Amy Adams singing it. Speaking of Amy Adams, I watched The, wind, the Woman in the Window. Oh, right. Sorry. I'll stop singing now. <laughs> um, did you? Yeah. I how did. did that go? Oh. I feel like I saw one tweet and it was a very aggressive tweet and I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. Me? But from yeah. me? Yeah, from you. I think I tweeted two things about it. Well, I saw one of them and I was like, that's out of my watch list. <laughs> Not that it was ever on, but... <laughs> I mean, honestly, it kind it's kind of been like ripped apart by critics, but like it's not that bad. It's just very derivative. Mm-hmm. Which, like, yeah, I mean, that should be expected, Wait, though. It's... Is that that angsty drama one where she... Hang on, tell me the thing. Okay, The Woman in the Window is about Amy Adams being uh, an agoraphobic woman. Yeah! Wait, and there's some kind of mystery or something, right? She witnesses the murder of someone across the street. Yeah, okay, and then, that's right. I remember actually vaguely wanting to Like, the this. whole thing is, like, about whether or not she's um hallucinated things yeah. and mentally stable and all that basically sounds like a mix of gone girl and girl on the train yeah i mean yes it's derivative of them but it's also very derivative of hitchcock's rear window um which i mean to be fair the author of the actual book was like yes this is a new take on the on rear window (laughs) this is a modern take but the thing is that the um story behind the novel is so much more exciting than the actual novel itself which i think tricks a lot of people okay in a way because the author yeah his late name's like aj finch or something aj finn or something yeah. anyway he is like a uh sociopathic um what do you call it uh a liar compulsive liar oh yeah did you know one in 25 people are sociopaths i don't know if that's true shane dawson told me that so not true <laughs> <laughs> i looked it up and i couldn't find any information anywhere about it so is that when he forced i mean okay let's take a little tangent <laughs> that jake maybe jake paul is jake paul yeah. jake paul is a sociopath yeah that little series that shane dawson did a few years ago before he was cancelled for the 30th time yeah um that 
was problematic. Oh my god! Okay, so Olivia and I are in the middle of watching it at the moment, which is why that's that's where this that's what this is from. What? Okay. Well, she was like, "I found this thing. We should watch that." And I was like, "I mean, okay." I mean, there's better ones of his to watch. We've watched a couple of them. Oh. Anyway. And it is genuinely insane. Every two seconds, Olivia and I are like, "I we hate Shane Dawson. Why are we watching this? <laughs> Honestly, the, the lack of investigation and the baseless claims of just every second sentence, Jake Paul is a sociopath. It's yeah. like... And frankly, <laughs> the act of uh, masquerading an actual psychologist yeah. to come in and That's analyze him against... Not against his wishes, but um, un un benomin- unknowingly. Yeah. Yes. That's not consent, and that seems it's a bit um, wild. It's that definitely- seems sociopathic in and of itself. <laughs> it's definitely a choice. And I have a feeling that psychologist Katie Katie Morton or something. Yeah. Online. Pretty sure she was like cast out of the psychologist community. <laughs> no. Are you kidding? She agreed to do all that shit. That I mean, was true, fucked but- up. If I got psychologized against my, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna consent, lie. We only just up to the part where that's just happened. They've just gone into the house oh. and she's been there. So we haven't gone to any bits where she's making claims or whatever. So Wig. Yeah. They don't come to any conclusion. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm sure they don't because <laughs> the answer is very clearly he's not a sociopath. And that doesn't work very well for the series. Well, actually, so. the hilarious thing is after the, after it came out, Logan Paul oh, yeah. did, went on like a podcast or something. And he was like... Yeah. Um, well, actually, Jake's not a sociopath, but I've been tested and I am. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, actually, I think that might have happened mid-series because I do remember. Uh, um, the, I think at the beginning of this episode, Shane Dawson was like, anyway, I spoke to Logan and we were totally fine. And then two seconds later, well, not two seconds, obviously, he was like two days later, mm-hmm. this whole podcast video came out uh, where he completely dunked on the series and also was like, I have right. sociopathic tendencies. I follow. <laughs> Which is really crazy. I mean, not gonna lie. We've been new, but... Well, yeah, he filmed a dead body in yeah. Yeah. the Japanese forest. It's like, true, they were definitely investigating the wrong brother to that series. Anyway, that was all. <laughs> anyway. I don't... We were talking about one woman in the window, weren't we? Yes. I think. I, well, I said one in 25 people are sociopaths oh, because they said that in the series. And, I follow. Okay. Yeah. Well... Yeah, no, that was, I said the whole premise. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It thinks it's more twisty than it actually is, but... Yeah. Oh, no, we were talking about the author, A.J. Yeah, Finn. That's He's right. a bit of a sociopath, compo- compulsive liar. And he, like, made all of these claims when the book was released, and it was, like, on the New York Times bestsellers, and it was critically acclaimed. And he made all of these <laughs> outrageous claims, like, my mother died of cancer. Oh, my God. My brother died of suicide from being in the army. Oh, my God. And, like, all of these... He survived cancer. Like, all of these crazy claims, none of which were true. What? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I think two years ago... The book came out in, like, 2013, 14. And then, like, two years ago, out, out, like, a New York Times article came out where they did in-depth fact-checking and research. And it turns out he's a, an absolute monster. <laughs> Wow, I thought you were going to say then it was just, and then he revealed it was a marketing scheme for his book, which, well, that would have been bad, but also the fact that, like, he did not ever admit to it. He just did, wow. Oh, he did lot. admit, he he admitted that um, all oh, the stuff he like, made up was, yeah. After. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once he got caught. <laughs> Classic. Yes. Um, But no, the movie itself was, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was kind of... It took itself more seriously than it needed to, because, mm, like... I hate when that happens. 
it acted like every scene was a plot twist <laughs> when it was like the most basic information. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, Amy Adams is in this movie. Plot twist. <laughs> and I was like, no, that <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> but like, it was fine. It had some fun ideas. It had some good actors in it. Amy Adams. I thought it was bold of Gary Oldman to accept a role of an abusive father <laughs> after allegations of abuse. Oof. Came out against him. Oof, that is bold. He was cleared against them, I'm pretty sure, but um, still. Hey, speaking of, okay, so this is, um, speaking of cleared of abuse allegations, do you know, so I've been watching 7 Plus recently, obviously, and every second, Mm. second, there is. Carl McLaughlin. An ad, Craig Craig. McLaughlin. Carl McLaughlin's from Twin Weeks. (laughs) Twin, what did I just say? (laughs) Twin Peaks. He's an American actor. (laughs) Craig McLaughlin yeah. is an Australian cunt. Well, yes. Well, I don't know. He's like a singer, actor, producer, cunt as a side <laughs> hobby. Um, anyway, I looked it up and he... So he's getting this whole TV show. Yes, on Channel 7. Yeah. Very poor judgment, Channel 7. Poor judgment where they're basically... It's like him... It's a sub story. Yeah, him being like, no, yeah. I didn't do it. And all of his family being like, no, we didn't do it. Anyway, and he was clear. Uh, well, I, did you read the statement? No. The statement from Channel 7 about the whole series was, <laughs> it's a series about um, false accusations in the time of hashtag me too and post Harvey Weinstein. Stop. But the real story of this docuseries is a love story. No! About him and his wife sticking together through thick and thin. Fuck off. And it was like, there's so many things wrong with it. There's so many things wrong with it. Well, the funniest thing I so I read his like the the bio. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, it sounds like he did do it. He was yes. he was acquitted, but it but does, not really. But not well. The judge was like, I, I think read the he judge's did it. statements. Yeah. Yes, it's so funny. The judge he was, was like, like, I think he did it, but the, there is no hard proof, so we yeah, can't say he didn't do prove, it. Yeah. But we can't say oh, we can't say he did do it, but we also can't say he didn't. Yeah, basically. And then, anyway, so two days ago, it came out. Yeah. More abuse allegations yeah. came out. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, again, we've been new. Yeah. And that's really sad for those women. But also, Channel 7, what the what fuck? What the fuck, Channel 7? And Channel 7's still airing it. It's on tonight, I think. Stop! And um, <laughs> and not even that, but you'd think that it, Craig, Craig? Yeah. McLaughlin? You'd think that he'd be smart enough. Well, obviously not. He's not smart at all. You'd think that anyone or anyone on his team or lawyers or whatever would think, Hey, isn't this like obviously going to be a controversial series, um, yeah. documentary? It's going to cause a lot of stir and yeah. a lot of media. People are going to look deeper into this. Yeah, it's really true. It's like like you'd want to know that he didn't do it before you did this. Literally. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Even like the whole, just the whole premise behind it of giving even of giving an abuser this voice, a potential abuser this yeah. voice where they're like, no, I didn't do it. And we're living in a world where it's so much easier to accuse men of rape. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't think that's the problem here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, go look at the actual percentages yeah, of false accusations exactly. compared to legit. Exactly. Anyway. Wow. We got deep. Did we get deep? No. We, well, we talked well, about some topics. Well. <laughs> we talked about topics. That is such a great description of our show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. on to further abuse allegations. <laughs> Ellen ending her show after 19 oh, years. Yes, yes. And my favorite part about it is her statement in which she announced that it's ending because she goes, I've decided my show is no longer challenging. I'm moving on to try new things. And it's like, bitch, we've seen dull ratings. 
We've unseen the ratings. We know exactly why your show's ending, and it's not because you're bored. You know. I mean, if you're if you're trying to save some dignity there, a bold faced lie like that is yes. probably not bold? the way to go. Bold, bold faced. Bold. Imagine someone calling a bold face. <laughs> what a great insult! <laughs> you bold face, bitch. <laughs> bold face, bitch. I kind of like wow, that. That's title of it. Title, yeah. Bold face, bitch. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't know why she they. I mean, I guess positivity and shit, but like... Yeah, I don't know, man. That was a choice. Everyone knows it's getting cancelled because it's she flop. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to... Floppy Not to be controversial, again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ellen. Yeah. No, I, I totally think that what Ellen did was gross. 100% like, she's not cool. However, I have real mixed feelings about her having to face such serious consequences when that never happens to straight guys. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, like, objectively, yeah, it was more, I think, I think that a lot of people, a lot of the media took um, the wrong stance on the story. Mm. And the stance was, Ellen's actually a mean person. Yeah. Ellen's actually rude to people. Yeah. When the real story was that three high up high paid producers executive producers on the show yeah were accused of sexual assault oh, wild. and fired for it wild so they must have found some type of proof yeah or something three that's a lot all straight white males that's a lot that's the real story yeah that's true i didn't know there was sexual allegation i knew that there was um a lot of um accusations of it being a generally toxic workplace in mm. terms of like uh general abuse yeah. and mistreatment Toxicity. of the employees yeah, yeah. yeah but i didn't realize there was that's a lot that's yeah and that's the actual story and people got lost in because ellen like it's she's a celebrity no yeah. don't meet your heroes you know yeah. they're always going to disappoint you Truth. of course she's not a great person like yeah, of course <laughs> i just really that's true. not really a story and that i agree i don't think that the amount of backlash she faced was uh, uh what's the word um well, I don't think it was necessarily... Was on par with yeah. the crime of just being rude. <laughs> yeah, it's really true. I think particularly, again, when you look at... Compare her to other... Totally. People of her... You know who I don't caliber. get? Who? Jimmy Kimmel. I think he's hiding something. <laughs> Do you? I don't know what. <laughs> Wait, which one's Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> I know, I was getting confused. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon's Fallon. the one who laughs at every sentence. Yeah, he's got kind Jimmy of a Kimmel's the one face. who has no expressions. Jimmy Kimmel's ABC. Jimmy Fallon's NBC. I don't NBC. think I know what Jimmy Kimmel looks like. That's, he literally he says everything with the exact same non-emotive face, and it's like I'm going to know when I see him. Oh yeah, this fucker. It's it's really tough when he tells jokes, which is half the show, because it's like that's not funny, and also funny. you look like a robot. Definitely his face, like his eyes, those eyes yeah. look like they've seen got some, some dark secrets. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe like dead bodies in his basement. Potentially. Don't so Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> alleged by no one. Yeah. It is false. Do not. Just alleged <laughs> by us. <laughs> that was a choice of me. No, I agree. No, I, because even like, why is he not smiling? Like that's a that's really, his face all the time. That's a taut no, smile. It, maybe he's just been in Hollywood so long; he has so much Botox that it's like it doesn't move. But it doesn't look like that. No, it definitely looks like. I a, think he's one in twenty-five of sociopaths. 
Stop. And his laugh, <laughs> like a like a guest will say something genuinely funny, and it's like, <laughs> and I sit. Is that gonna be us when we have guests on here? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna be banging bitches, <laughs> bull face bitches. <laughs> Love that for us. Truly. Anyway. Okay. Wow. Frantic Francine is mm. us today. Frantic. Yes. That's a drag name. Fr- frantic. I love no, that. No, Frantic Francine. Oh. But what about Fran? Too. First Fran. name Fran, last name Tick. <laughs> I like that. Do you like that? I mean, I don't... See, you like that. Not like that. You like that. <laughs> anyway, what else do I have? I, I didn't finish saying what I thought about Woman in the Window. Oh, It was, still. like, fine. It was a very... It was, like, a five. There was one note the whole time. There was one plot twist... That was so obvious that I was like, that's not going to be the thing because it's too obvious. And then it was. Um, so there's that. Mm. I think I'm always down to watch Amy Adams be a mess, you know? Same. I honestly love Amy I Adams. I love her she too. She can kind of do no wrong, really. I agree. Yeah. Unless she's got buddies in her basement. Well. In which case, you go actress. queen. <laughs> <laughs> I have double standards, but it's fine. Because they're the right way they're around. They're the right way around. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tea. Okay. Did you watch anything this week? Crazy? Exciting? Movies? No. Oh! What? I started you, but it's like a. Oh, I've got that on my notes too. Okay. I only I told you you were going to hate it. I hated it. You were yeah. right. And, but as soon as you said that, I was like, well, obviously that means I have to watch it. You're telling me all these years, five years, I've been saying, Maddie, this show's incredible. You would obsess yes. over it. Yes. You'd never watch it. Yes. And then I say, Maddie, you're going to hate this show. Don't watch it. You watch it. Basically. I'm going to fight you. Uh, but I only watched one episode. <laughs> I would have probably watched more, but then I gave it too much of a break. And now I'm like, why the fuck would I ever want to watch more? Same. But, I watched the first episode the day it was released and I haven't watched it since. Yeah. The the acting was Horrific. incredible. Like horrific. Oh, okay. Incredible. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you woman in the window in me? <laughs> Maybe. I think you might have tweeted about this. I did. I'm sure I did. Josh Jamal. Yes! (laughs) Dang! Dad! It's the best scream I've ever seen in any film. It contextually, (laughs) he goes from like a man to like a three-year-old female child. And it's my favorite scream. I'm sure I have it on my phone. I'm going to have another choking His dad literally jumps off a building. And his response is, (laughs) ah! That's not even the right tone, but... It's true. It's really high-pitched. It's so high-pitched. I've got it. Okay, ready? Okay, ready. Dad, dad. (laughs) (laughs) It's cartoonish. Dad, dad. (laughs) It's so funny. Honestly, it's worth watching the pilot episode just for that. It is. Wow, okay. So now that I've got past the pilot... (laughs) I think that's most viewers, though. I don't think it's getting new seasons. That it... mm, And, like, am I right in saying that the prosthetics they used for the villain makeup look like that? (laughs) They look like the... They were not... The episode of Victorious where Kat accidentally glues a zombie face to Tori. (laughs) Honestly, there was definitely a lot going on in the episode. But nothing. But also nothing. Yeah. The two different timelines. Yeah. A choice. And the makeup... For the old age Josh Duhamel and Leslie Bibb. Yeah. I will say though, Brandon, the son, could destroy me. <laughs> I would let him literally 
this is cut off my face. I mean, fair, but also his acting it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, that's the thing though, is when these actors who objectively have done really good stuff and we know mm. are good actors like Leslie Bibb and Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Du- Duhamel? Du- Duhamel. Da- Duhamel. I say Duhamel, but I don't know Duhamel? why. Duhamel? I don't know why. Mm. Duhamel. Um, Matt Lanter. And Matt Lanter. Um, he wasn't really in the pilot, though. No. But um, all of them, when they're in one thing together and they all are very bad in it, mm. it's like, okay, so it's either the script, <laughs> the directing, or it was just rushed. Yeah. It's true. And I think it was all of those, plus they had to do it in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. All of the above. Accurate. And I think also, it could have been good. I feel like they all signed on before they read the script. It's one of those mm. things where they got the concept and they were like, wow, this is so cool. Yes. And then they well, read, they read the, the graphic novel and were like, cool. Yeah. That's dope. But it doesn't work on screen. No. No, it no, it does not. <laughs> it just looks cheap. It looks like a, like a 2009 CW TV show. Do you know, funnily enough, it feels very much like they were like, oh my god, superheroes, this is what we're gonna do. Like, mm-hmm. and then it was bad. What? You know, like, what? you know, you know, no, That was really nuanced. <laughs> it was like they said superheroes, let's do it, and then it was bad. <laughs> no. Stunning. You know, Netflix, they're like... Yes, we have okay, money. superheroes are big, we have money, let's do superheroes. Yes. And then that was it. Yes. There was no further thought no. past that. Then they and it's just based came on a novel. With a full... Oh, is it? It's based on a graphic novel, yeah. Oh, wild. Again, well, some things just don't translate. Some things do not translate. And that's that on that. Some things also just shouldn't be made. Shouldn't be made. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that on, that's the way Sue sees it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't I mean, think I've ever really... I don't think I've watched anything else. I'm sure it gets that. better because people seem to um, like the plot twist near the end. I don't know what it is, shockingly. <laughs> but I just don't know if I can bring myself to it. I mean, it was a kind of an interesting plot twist at the end of episode one where the villain they fought was not the actual villain. So that was... Was that interesting? I mean, it was different. Right. I would say. I was surprised. I mean, if... I feel like their whole fresh take was, oh my God, some of the heroes die. <laughs> a lot of them died, actually. And in that fight. They were all but like, people of But I color. think also to um, what hindered it kind of was that Invincible came out like two months before it and did that premise so much better. Oh, so. That's unfortunate. That's that on that. And The Boys I, as well. I think maybe... Maybe Netflix just can't do superheroes because if we remember I think Netflix. further three weeks back to that awful Ugh, Thunder Force. Thunder Force. More like they took all the fun forced out of it. <laughs> all the fun was forced out of it. I come out I give up on that one. <laughs> that that one's a um That was pretty good. <laughs> out of all my puns, that's the one you like? I mean it was difficult and I appreciate the adversity that you faced. Well, me talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> no, I feel like Netflix wa- uh, once was this pinnacle yeah, of quality over quantity. Yes. And it's now quantity over quality. Quality. Yeah, I know, I agree. And it's like, you know that saying, you either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yes, <laughs> Netflix is that. They are that. And I totally understand why they're doing it in like an abstract abstract capitalistic way it's because they're trying to compete with all of the other streaming services so they're like but they set the bar they did set the bar but i feel like 
now there's a billion. Well, I think the main issue is Disney Plus. If I was if I was going to postulate, I would say Netflix is obviously because it's the original, it's going mm. to have a majority of the market share over things like Hulu and Amazon and stuff like that. Except Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus is packaged with Hulu. Oh, see? You know how we have Star? Yeah, have Star, yeah. All well, of the Hulu stuff is, okay, yeah. Okay, well, they, and so you've got not only all of the actual Disney yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. which is basically fucking everything, but then you also have all mm. of the 20th Century Fox, which, again, is just so much content, and it's yeah. so much good content that Netflix, in my opinion, if I was them, would be very, um, would be scrambling. Because well, we've been saying for years that they're basically, they don't do very well, do they? Like, their profit margin's not actually that big. Well, no, but that was their plan. They don't plan to make a profit for another, like, 10 years. Oh. Because they're so in debt. They yeah. spend, like, $20 billion a year or something That's on content. Crazy. And it's like, um, it's basically what happened to Quibi. Yeah. They were like, well, it doesn't matter what the actual content is or how quality it is. If it has the stars' names on it, yeah. we give them money to make whatever they want. People, their fans are going to watch. Mm. And it's, no, that's not the tea. Well, no. Well, it's not now. It might have been five years ago, but it's not now. So. Yeah. But also, like, um, I think further, like, deeper into the issue with Netflix is mm. that um, they saw the rise of streaming services coming. Yeah. And they were like, okay, so by 2025, we want to have no licensed content. We just want to have originals. Really? All of the cancelled shows and old movies that we've made only on Netflix. That's all. Interesting. That's why they're investing in so many franchises. Wow. Huh. And that's why they're doing so many shows because they're like, well, if some of the shows stick, we can keep making them. Interesting. And that's why if a show doesn't do phenomenally well, it's cancelled. Wild. Now on Netflix, which didn't used to be the case. No. But... Um, you see, already see it. If you think about it, that's ridiculous. You look at what streaming services has popped up in the past year alone. There's HBO Max. Yeah. There's Paramount Plus. Yeah. There's Peacock. Yeah. All of these ones, and then you look at yeah Hulu, which mm-hmm. is all the Fox content. Universal is all on NBC. Peacock. Mm. Uh, Paramount, obviously, all on Paramount. Mm. Who's left? Sony. Yeah. Sony content's left. Netflix just made a deal with Sony for the uh, Spider-Man movies for the first year that they are released. And then they go to Disney Plus. And it's like... (laughs) Yeah. I think they've been forced to... um, They've been forced to rely on their own content faster than they were expecting. Yeah, I would... That that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. The interesting thing is, though, is that I feel like they have a really weird sense of what their good content is Mm. and what... I think that they're just doing, oh my god, okay, if it goes, like, viral, Mm. then it's good. Like, for example, why the fuck was... Fuck, what's the name of it? The one with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant, that fucking hilarious zombie sitcom one. Santa Clarita Diet. Santa... Why was that cancelled? That was so good! Honestly, it was also probably pretty cheap to produce. I... Right? Don't know why. What? What's the choice that I... I It's because it's not doing astonishingly well but like what but compared to others everything doing astonishingly it's, it's not. well that's like the it's just point not, yeah exactly you think it's of the, the stuff that netflix being renewing or making more of yeah and it's like tour the boys i've loved before in the kissing booth they were phenomenons <laughs> they didn't carry on to the sequels i don't think people cared as much about the sequels no i doubt it you look at um stranger things mm. they're going bigger each season they are because it's an investment i guess uh <laughs> which are now shadow and bone it's only that and like they expected Jupiter's legacy to be a runaway hit yeah 
and like because they probably didn't watch it <laughs> the stuff they post about it's not even getting like a thousand likes which is wow a flop that is a flop Mm, interesting i feel like i read somewhere this is probably a different again a different marketing strategy maybe you told me this but a few years mm-hmm. ago at least they didn't like to have shows be- go for more than three seasons because they want people to sign up and like if it's not easy to binge then they didn't want it because they want people to be able to sign up and consume right. content really digestible quickly. yeah yeah they didn't want people to be overwhelmed with no with like multiple seasons because obviously the more seasons there are the less likely people are to start it because it's more overwhelming um which again makes sense a few years ago but if that's their new play then what's anyway i don't know i don't get it netflix have a lot of things going on (laughs) yeah it's it's all a thing Uh, but then it's like yeah i don't know i feel really bad when a genuinely creative or genuinely yeah. original show comes along yeah. and it maybe scrapes by to get a second season. Yeah, it's true. And then it's just cut off. Timeless. Like That's not Netflix, it's just... I was going to say, decide. like, the OA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shows like that that are, like, actually inventive. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't pay off, I guess. Mm. Because consumerism... Speaking of consumerism, <laughs> The Mosquito Coast on Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Is it good? It's fine. It's, <laughs> the first episode's really boring, but it picks up quite fast. It's very, it's very, very white. <laughs> what I don't know how to phrase that. I need to explain it better. But no, basically, you don't, in fact, <laughs> the, the, it's a family of people on the run. Right. But they're like, and they're going on the run to Mexico. <laughs> right. But they're like destroying all these innocent Mexican people's lives yes. for their own sake. Mm. And they're very wide. Wow. And it's like, I feel very not comfortable watching this. And Wait, also, are they not aware? Like, is there no self-awareness no. around that? No, that's not the point. I, no, I just think that the creators didn't realize because they're, they're also white. Oh. It's not self-aware at all. Ooh. But the entire message of the show is that consumerism and capitalism are bad. I did read somewhere the just idea, a single tweet where they were like very bold of Apple. Me, that was for me. Oh, was it? That was a me tweet. Oh, there a you Nick go. original. <laughs> a Netflix original. Imagine that, me quoting Reading your tweets Nadja. now. So you've really made it. I know. But no, um well yes, it's entire message is anti consumerism, which great, love that. <laughs> but when it's Apple telling us that consumerism is bad, yeah, it's true. It's like it's a bit of a that like, cheapens the message a little, you know, <laughs> just a little. Just a um, but no, that's the the presumption is that uh, one of the parents committed like a uh, crime of some sort, treason of some sort, to help the environment and to all that kind of thing. But um, yeah. Anyway, we don't know what it is, but they're on the run and they're destroying these poor uh, Latinos' lives, Oof. just leaving a wake of. Oh innocence in their path and they don't like blink at it they don't even wow. second guess it it's That's a lot. i don't know multiple aspects make me feel uncomfortable that's really fair but like i mean it's fine <laughs> you'd probably like it mm, it's got a weird name and so i'm out it's a remake of a movie called the mosquito coast interesting mm. si, kind of but that's that on that um i feel like i've watched a lot this week maybe i haven't did you know Loki's premiering earlier? 
Oh, I didn't know it was any earlier. I know that it's soon, but I didn't know it was earlier than that. A couple of days early. Intended. Oh, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I watched the Mitchells versus the Machines on Friday night. <laughs> right. Have you heard about it? No. <gasps> it's the new Netflix. It wasn't. It was originally scheduled for theaters by the makers of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Right. Animated movie. Went to Netflix because obviously COVID. Yeah. Let me tell you. Mm. I adored it. Mm. A billion percent. It was fucking phenomenal. I cried four times. Oh, wow. That's a lot for you. It's a lot for me. That's like a lot for you. One uh, but I define cry as at least one tear. That's the same. I do too. Cool. You get it. Because, yeah. If your eyes well up significantly, that's crying to me. Yeah. Particularly for a movie. And honestly, some of those were happy tears. But like, this movie made me feel emotions. <laughs> more than like a lot of content I've consumed in the past five years. Oh, wild. It is fantastic. That's really wild. 11 out of 10, you'll love it. It's so good. Okay. Um, probably get bigger. And there's nothing too tragic. Thank God. That's the only reason I refuse to watch Coco, the Disney movie Coco. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Is I really, tragic? I don't know. I really, really want to watch it, but everyone said it's really sad. <gasps> Oof. I'm out. You have to watch it before me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I watched this week. Mm. Um, I actually did a video about it that I released today, so I won't talk about it too much. But it's about, you know, Paddington 2. I saw this because 100%. Citizen Kane dropped 1%. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but it anyway, now is the Paddington 2, rating. the best movie of all time. Yes, so I, I watched that. Well, when I went on to... Um, Rotten Tomatoes, it said that its best movie of all time was It Happened One Night, um, which Never is an old it. movie. It's basically where all romance tropes were born. Ah. So it was, it was actually quite good, to be honest. It was not anywhere near as bad as I thought it was. Oh, you watched be. it? Yeah, I did watch it. This was all part of the video. I watched that and then watched Paddington 1 and Paddington 2. And Paddington 2 was a lot. Did you cry? Yes, I did. <gasps> but mm, they were mostly happy tears. Okay, because I can't deal with... Paddington being separated from any family of anything. Because okay. I cried at Woody leaving at the end of Toy Story 4. No, okay, well, mm, the main plot of Paddington 1 was that his aunt sent him away to London, so there is separation there, but she did it purposefully because their home was no longer safe. So she had to stay behind, and then he went to this new family, and that was a thing. I don't want to be sad. No, it's not. That was a little sad, but... It was fine. It fixed it. It was actually... They were both very, very wholesome movies. I mean, people stand them. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily know why, but I said in my video, and I will maintain this forever, mm. if Paddington 2 in particular was not a kid's movie and it wasn't about a bear, it would win Best Picture. <laughs> like, it was it was such a... A nuanced story. Yeah, it was. And it was such a clean film as well. Like, mm. hitting all the right beats at all the right times. The plot was just so good. You felt really good afterwards. I felt like I learned a lesson. I know. So... Awesome. Best movie of all time. <laughs> okay. okay, wig. I guess I'll watch them. I mean, I'm going to love them. Yeah, they're pretty cute. Paddington is a little adorable little thing, so... It's a little adorable? A little dorb. Cute. Okay, enough emotions. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the new TV show, Girls Forever. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it I've yet. I've briefly mentioned it to you. You have. You told me to watch it, but I haven't. It's like eight half-hour episodes. I know. I'm sorry. Anyway. I suck. <laughs> for context, it's by the creative team of, like, Tina Fey, Robert Carlock, and... 
another person whose name I can't remember right now. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, but I'm talking like 30 Rock, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Um, the Saved by the Bell remake that you know I am in love with. Yes. All of them. Um, and it's another hit. Is it? I adore it. It is so good. It's It plays into the nostalgia of a 90s pop girl group mm-hmm. in a very fun way. Um, it's progressive. Love it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the characters are great. The songs are ridiculous bops. Um, it's just really good. <laughs> it's really good. And like Sarah Bareilles, I had no idea she was one, such a good actress. Mm-hmm. And two, had such like great comedic timing. Oh, really? Because like, Love that I always just assume, uh, uh, correlate Sarah Bareilles with like... Singing. Well, yeah, but like not even singing, but like emotional ballads. Yeah, truth truth and she wrote one of the best songs of all time um love song i'm not gonna write you a love song because you asked for it because you need one (laughs) you see (laughs) but but um so yeah well watch for girls five ever okay on peacock or stan also please watch the saved by the bell reboot you, I don't. I know nothing about the original series, but this is its own thing, and it's so fucking great. Honestly, Nicholas, if at this point I haven't even watched High School Musical, the musical, the series, I don't give a fuck about that. That's how much I, I mean, stand that is very good. High School Musical. It is very good. Anyway, no, As if I'm going, I'm to watch saying that. if you can binge watch four seasons of Nine One One and one season of Nine One One Low Star in the time it takes me to watch one season of Nine One One and one season of Nine One One Low Star. You can watch, watch eight half-hour episodes of Girls Five Ever. <laughs> You're right. I wonder. What, I need. I true. I nine one one lone star. Just I don't know how you watch stuff so fast. Um, I do it at all times. So when I get into something, I will watch it as soon as I get up, and I'll eat my breakfast watching it, and then I'll probably potentially even like brush my teeth while <gasps> watching it, and then I will finish the whole episode and then I'll stop and I'll do what I need to do for the day but then I'll probably have a break during the day and watch more episodes that's how I do it <laughs> Wait, I have like designated TV time no no it just bleeds my out my designated TV time is from like 10am till 2am <laughs> <laughs> because during my daytime I'm like well if I start a TV show like I get too distracted but yeah. also I play games yeah no see I don't do that I don't do that at all. The only other thing that I do that takes up a lot of time is read fic. Mm. And usually if I find a good enough TV show, I will put that aside completely to finish the TV show. Wig. So I've got one episode left of 911 Lone Star. Because <laughs> I was up till fucking 3am making croissants yeah, last night. Yeah. I got through like five episodes. Yeah. Um, I really had enjoy it. Uh, that sounded so odd. <laughs> I, I really, really enjoy it. <laughs> I genuinely enjoy it. That was not sarcastic. Yeah, no, actually, it was um, it was very different to the original one, which I was surprised about. I know you said that, um, but I was like, how different can it be? But it was, which was really good. Um, I think my main beef with it mm. is that they have these really progressive characters, mm. but then they never do anything with them. So the only people we ever focus on are the white men, you know? Well, white men and women. True. Yes. Yeah. So the I, three main characters who I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like, I'm really interested in these people and I want to learn more about them. Fucking, I got like three lines in the whole season. Yeah. In my notes, <laughs> I, I've written, um, 
I like that it's more character focused. Yes. Than the original 911 show. Yes. Um, I like that a lot. I like that it has season long like mysteries and yeah. character arcs. Mm-hmm. But in my notes, it says <laughs> they do a very poor job at balancing the yeah. ensemble cast. They do. Which 911 does exceptionally exceptionally well. It does, yes. And they get flashback episodes and shit. Yeah. 911 Lone Star does not. Does not balance it. It's at season all. one. I mean, I guess. I but, guess, but I and don't there was know. a lot to set up, really. Although, I mean, is there though? Because we already have a whole show that set up the premise. <laughs> well, I mean, they could have also cut out that um, Captain Strand almost getting replaced by Bella that was, Swan's dad. That was weird. <laughs> that was all weird. And whilst Bella Swan's dad from Twilight could absolutely fuck me in every hole I have. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bella Swan's dad from Twilight. Don't listen to you. <laughs> I don't think that plot was um, necessary. No, it definitely was not. There was a lot of unnecessary plots in relation to and also him. If Captain Strand can have an entire episode about not being able to get a boner because of chemo, <laughs> you can give one of the other characters some screen time. Accurate, accurate, one hundred percent. I will say that it's one of the most him having getting chemo. One of the most like realistic movies in terms of the side of uh, sorry shows in terms of the side effects oh, really? of chemo yeah like because a lot of people are always like oh your hair falls out but mm. in fact there are a lot of like like mum's memory for example even still it's been two years since she had chemo fucking mm. cannot remember anything because of the chemo yeah. and that's kind of come into play a little bit in the show not much but I do remember being mentioned and I was like wow mm. that's not something people usually talk about as a side effect for that and then again obviously can't get a boner (laughs) i mean that doesn't really relate to mum, but you know what i mean (laughs) i know what you mean the um so yeah yes i know what you mean yeah yeah fascinating different side effects than he usually talked about i was digging that Hmm. just as an aside wig and i also i really like that they kind of flip some of the, the um archetypes on their head like Captain Strand is like a metrosexual sensitive guy in yeah. touch with his emotions and feelings. His skincare routine and is also like, way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> just Rob Lowe in anything Truth. is great. Truth. And like, yeah, the jockey son is homosexual. Love that. And then there's like one character who's actually a straight white macho man and that's the, um, I can't even remember his name. Judd. Judd. Yeah. Which, to be honest, they then kind of even they that wreck on that. Bit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Episode <laughs> two onwards, he's like the most accepting guy ever. Yeah, it's true. You find out he's married to a black woman yeah. and is like got severe PTSD That's and honestly, is going to therapy. It's like I can't, what's what's um his wife's name? Fuck, I don't remember. She got such little screen time compared to the rest she, of the characters, and she was one of the most interesting to me. Yeah. Was she not to you? She wasn't not interesting. Like she didn't really have any. Well, half of her scenes in it were like, I love Jesus. This is true. This is and that true. was it. I mean, I feel like I would have been very interested to find out about, like, their backstory. No, mm. I don't want a whole episode about it, but it was interesting character-wise to be like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. live in Texas. How did this happen? I agree. You know? the um, There was one scene, one part, I would say section of an episode that followed her doing a 911 call, mm. but that was the only one. Yeah, no, it's true. We actually got hardly any 911 call sent to stuff. Anyway, this probably isn't interesting or relevant oh. to anyone ever. Wow. But. And I think 911 is actually a pretty big show. It is US. pretty popular, yeah. Yeah. But no, I was just going to say that um, I think season two 
from what I've heard, fixes many of the issues. Oh, I'm glad about that. It's far better balanced. Good. The color correction on screen <laughs> oh is my not God, so it's washed so out. It's so bad. It's so it's dark and washed so out. It's so bad, which I was so surprised about because the first one is actually quite like aesthetically clean. Mm. Um, but this one is not at no. all. <laughs> they really, I think that the creators were like, well, this is a spinoff and it's in Texas. And it's in Texas. So we have to make it visually different yellow. so people know they're different shows. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yellow. It was like a blue darkness. Oh, so it was kind of yellow on my screen. Oh, it might have been washed out though. Like Maybe. I, I think it's know. just washed out and then whatever TV you're on changes the colorish. That's fair. But anyway, yeah, it's super washed out. But season two, they fix that. They don't b- bother, bother with the... As they shouldn't. Um, I mean, there's different enough characters. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Although that... One episode with all the snakes in the basement. That was a lot. When I tell you, I nearly vomited. <laughs> I mean, of I nearly course. vomited. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that shit scared the fuck out of me. Fair, fair. Mm. I hate a snake show. I hate a snake. What was the other? Um, there was another one that blew my mind, though. Mm-hmm. Also, I've just got to say quickly that the... um, I hate to say this, but... <laughs> The, uh, Emily, what's, no, what's Liv, Taylor, Liv Tyler's character? Michelle. Michelle. Um, her sister having schizophrenia mm. and ending up getting assumed dead and then ending up in a mm. tent city, homeless, mm. being homeless. That feels like a very, um, a very used trope. This is fair. This is something I've seen happen in, honestly, quite a lot of shows. Interesting. And uh, it feels like, yes, it's a thing that happens in real life, but I don't know. It feels, it feels um, overdone in a way that is detrimental. I mean, I'm not going to lie. And this is going to sound more mean spirited than I intend it to be, but it was kind of boring as a point. Like it was way more interesting when we thought she was murdered, (laughs) you know? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 Like I follow. Yeah. Well, yeah. TBH. When it was first mentioned that she had, like, maybe had a mental issue. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, she's going to end up home, being homeless yeah. and that's, she's lost. Yeah. Um, and then when they, like, fake out, she's actually dead. Her blood's yeah. in the car. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'm into this. In a yeah. dark way, I'm into this. Yeah, exactly. But then they bitched out and went the other way. It's really true. It's really true. So that's the one that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we were going to try and answer our big question that we're going to ask all our guests this episode, but now we have no time, so... Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> Next episode, we'll dedicate the whole episode to it. Okay. Um, did I have anything else? I don't know. <clears throat> My God. Maybe we could wrap up early. That's not going to happen, sis. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I did have a um, question I wanted to ask you about... Um, what's, your, what's your vibe? What are you vibing about Cruella? Because that comes out very soon. It does, surprisingly. And I'm like, I'm so conflicted about it. Same. And like, I don't know what it is. I. I. I feel like it could be really cool. And I feel mainly because like that because of the fact that the costumes I've seen so far look Mm -hmm. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. However, I am morally against it on the grounds that I hate Disney doing this type of thing. Mm. And also it didn't necessarily seem that interesting from the trailer like point to one person who watched 101 dalmatians and said i need to sympathize with her (laughs) it's really true (laughs) pardon me you know yeah no i agree i'm like 
I would have preferred one of the villains that kills people, not dogs. Truth. But also, why is why did they get Emma Stone to be doing a British accent? Yeah, Emma Feels Stone was like an interesting casting choice. It was a choice. I'm not going to necessarily say it was bad. Like, it doesn't offend me to my soul. But it also, I just don't feel like she fits that role. Well, yeah. Mm. I have to see the it. The reviews have come out. Yeah, apparently it's really good. I, I, I think yeah. I saw today someone say. I've heard it's quite good. And I've heard that there is a out queer character. Interesting. Which, if it's one scene, I will slap a bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> But That's like, what it always is. I feel like you definitely should set that to be your expectations. This is very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like this entire time it's been made and the trailers have been coming out, I've been like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. Guess I'll watch it. Yeah. But now the reviews are coming out and I'm like, I'm more intrigued. Yeah. But I don't think I'm intrigued by the actual film. I'm yes. intrigued by the idea of a Cruella de Vil prequel spin-off movie, live action remake being good. This is really true. Like, how? It's really true. I feel like I could be... There's two ways to go about it, obviously. Is <laughs> A, I mean them, in the process of making mm-hmm. a movie, they're either A, going, yes, we're going to make her really sympathetic and everyone's going to feel bad for her, mm-hmm. or B, which is the much more unlikely path, yeah. is they're going to commit to her being a villain and we're all going to hate her and we're going to love hating her. Which is not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen, but I want that. <laughs> I want that too. Her name's Cruel Devil. <laughs> Is it not? Yeah, basically. Like, oh. I don't know. Yeah, no, it could be. Like, if they do that, that could be fucking... That could be dope. 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 I, I mean, ultimately, a... it's a kid's movie, so that's not going to happen. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm a slut for the, like, Victorian... Not even Victorian, but, like, um, Industrial Revolution era England. Fair. London. Fair. Love Fair. that shit. Early 1900s. Give me that. Inject it into my bones. <laughs> I'm a slut for good costumes, so between the two You're also us, just a slut. Yes. I mean. <laughs> I'm joking. That was mean. I don't think it should be mean. We need to take away okay. the... <laughs> You're a slut in a nice way. My arm hurts from falling over. <laughs> I've got like a... My back hurts, but for no reason. <laughs> from carrying the weight of this podcast. Wow. Yes, obviously. So yeah, I, I, it's a one-two. I punch you with an insult and then I caress you with a compliment. <laughs> It's a one, two. <laughs> wow. I also do sound effects on the side. A hundred dollars an hour. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I was going to say completely off tangent. Not that there was a tangent to get off, but um, I watched a TikTok the other day and she was talking to a child, a little baby girl. Right. And the baby girl's name was Khaleesi. Oh. That poor child's going to be bullied. And it's all her mum's fault and dad. Presumably. It's definitely a choice naming a child after a character. Particularly when the character's name is a little bit out there. Like, I feel like you could kind of get away with it if it's a normal-ish name. Like? Not Khaleesi. Not Khaleesi. <laughs> like, John. <laughs> and also, why Khaleesi and not Daenerys? I know, it's really true. Khaleesi is very... Or like Danny. Danny makes so much more sense. Like, that's a real name, you know? Yeah, well, literally. <laughs> but anyway that i i did like a one two like a take like a double take yeah because i was like this is an interesting tiktok and then at the end she was like good girl khaleesi and i was like excuse me <laughs> wait a second <laughs> you know in, in the emperor's new groove when yeah. kuzco like stops the screen is like rewind a bit yeah i was very that <laughs> Fuck, did she just movie. say khaleesi <laughs> 
Unbreakable Groove is such a great movie. It's such a great movie. It's one of my favorite kids' movies. The sequel's also great, and it's all about Kronk. <laughs> Kronk. Kronk. <laughs> I don't think I've seen. This Pull the lever, Kronk. <laughs> Queen. Isma. Wait, is Empress New Groove the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> yes, in fact, it is. I would probably say that. I'll answer that right now. <laughs> Definitively, yes. 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 It's so funny. And so rounded and so wholesome. And so stupid. And so stupid. Love it. But And it's also really emotional. It is. And it's also commentary. It is. When he's built, knocking out, he's gentrifying the village. He's yeah. knocking down all the houses sure. to build a water slide. For sure. And he learns his lesson Also in like coals. <laughs> did you did you say goals or did you say coals? <laughs> goals. Coals. Goals. Like, yes, that's what coals is doing to Australia at the moment. This is all coals' fault. <laughs> Wow, okay. Wiggy, wiggy. Ziggy. I feel like we can... Oh, you finished? I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, okay. Um, My bone to pick with you, quickly. <laughs> I'll quickly pick a bone. Yeah. Uh, is... <laughs> I think you take fantasy, high fantasy television and film too seriously. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like ready for a war. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you mean I take it too seriously as in it It goes too deeply into my heart? Or well, no. I'm, that I... Yes, but also more in the respect that I'm like, you watch Shadow and Bone and you didn't necessarily like it, but you're also like passionate about it yeah. does that make sense yeah it does like i get like that about <laughs> reality tv <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like i i want you to enjoy a high fantasy show and not like just as entertainment and just <laughs> soak it in you know i don't know if i know how to do that particularly with fantasy i, I don't know why i have such high expectations when it comes to fantasy but it's one of those genres genre <laughs> <laughs> That's um Jon Snow's long lost twin brother, Jean <laughs> he's, he's he's French. Little known fact about Westeros: France exists. Stop. <laughs> um, it's one of those genres yes. where I'm like, it must be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. No. I, that's fair. But I understand. Not, not like um. Not even consciously. It's like a subconscious mm. thing. I'm watching it and I'm like, hmm, I don't agree with this. And therefore it's not perfect. You know? Interesting. I don't know why. Well, I only say that because you gave Mortal Kombat four stars and Shadow and Bone three. <laughs> Objectively, Mortal and Kombat. Mortal and Kombat? You're on a roll, bro. Mortal Kombat was better. I don't know. I don't know what it was about Shadow and Bone. I think it was because the acting was very bad. And I didn't think it was that bad. Oh. I thought the acting was, like, pretty pretty middling, I guess. But, like, not bad. I think I... The world building happened too fast for me. Like, it, we were just, like, fucking straight into it. And I was like, whoa. The pacing was generally a bit off. The pacing the was off. The middle, the middle episodes were slow. Yeah. But um, my biggest issue with the show, honestly, was that I feel like it maybe gave everything it had in season one. Yeah, that's really fair. Because I'm like, I haven't read the, the actual Shadow and Bone trilogy. Mm. I've read the Six of Crows ones. But I'm like, how much more of this story is there? 
Well, to be honest, I read the um, the the overviews of the books so that I could mm. read fic, obviously. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and um, this is what I mean. <laughs> You're like that show was bad, but I'm gonna read fic. Well, the fic fixes it. Okay. It gives makes it what it could be. Okay. Anyway, I trust you. It's okay. Um, the, no, the plot of the next two books is basically the exact same plot right. of the first one, right. just in a different way. So it's divergent yeah basically it basically is that it doesn't seem like it has a very good ending at all i feel like when i talk about the fact that divergent made three out of four movies and then just stopped you feel like we don't as a society as a society we don't talk about because it's fucking fucking funny (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny it's so funny (laughs) it's hilarious yeah you're right yeah i think that should be something that we talk about on the reg um Yes, wig. Okay. But I think this is all just a long way of saying that I'm forcing you to watch Lord of the Rings ASAP. And also a way of me coming clean and saying that I, um, recently I had an epiphany Mm. and it was that reality TV is for entertainment purposes only (laughs) and I should not be taking it so seriously that I'm yelling at the screen. I forgot to tell you something really important, and I'm so sorry that I've waited until now. It's okay, they're only picking up our food now. Wait, okay, no, actually, it's going to be my what the fuck of the week. Okay, well, yeah, like, I shouldn't be watching Big Brother screaming at the TV. Yeah, well... Because, well, I mean, yes, but in a light way. I shouldn't be (laughs) genuinely frustrated. (laughs) No, you You know, I shouldn't be (laughs) yelling at the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because one of them's being a bad person. It's like... We knew that. We've been, like, <laughs> we did know that's that. That's the premise. I mean, I agree to an extent because that's me, but with normal shows. And mm-hmm. I also think that that's unhealthy. <laughs> I think both of us just have yeah, too yeah, much that's of what an I'm attachment saying. to TV. Not, not specifically reality. No, I, yeah, I agree. And I'm all yeah. high and mighty because I had this epiphany. <laughs> and then I watched the first two episodes of Real Housewives of New York and the last week and a half of Big Brother. <laughs> purposefully not taking it too seriously <laughs> and i've been having the time of my life wow can't relate enjoying content can you believe that's why i'm acting all high and mighty if you asked me a week and a half ago i would have been right on your side <laughs> uh, i don't know it takes this very special kind of show or movie to do that and there's i don't know what the criteria for it is but sometimes i just feel differently when i'm watching something mm. i'm like yes i am just enjoying this and other times i'm like Hmm. <laughs> that's the worst scary face I've ever seen just that's so not know. a scary face that's a contemplative slash angry what are you doing to me face <laughs> contemplative wow yeah. big words anyway <laughs> let's um let's wrap up it's been an hour okay okay cute okay. so Go. my what the fuck of the week mm-hmm. is I do know what this is my what the fuck of the week is people uh haters on the internet people online critics even saying that uh amy adams's career is done what they're saying her last few movies have flopped she's been picking up roles that uh clearly oscar bait and then they turn out to be bad movies they think that this is the end of her career like the of the they it's the sexist thing in which female actresses which Mm. is most of them um Well, I sure hope they do. I sure hope they do. Their careers are like a a don't, like a uh, curve. Yeah. They're curved. That's the word. They're curved. It goes 
up, they're at the height of their career, and then they go down and they can only make cheap movies yeah. and like uh, they get serious pieces and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Or because whatever, they're not appealing to the audiences anymore. Because they're old. Because they're old or whatever. And probably Which, old. Well, it's not true, but that's the perception. No, no, exactly, yeah. exactly. Obviously, that's not the same thing with men. No. Fucking Anthony Hopkins can be out here. Yes. Winning Oscars at the age of 200. <laughs> And I love him, but it's, yeah, no, it's all these people saying that Amy Adams' career is over. They're just being sexist. They're definitely They're just wrong. being idiots, honestly. Idiots. Amy Car- And Adam, Amy, Amy Adams' Adams supremacy. I agree, and her career will never be over. I hope not. It won't. It will live a long, long life. Good. Even if she stops making movies. <laughs> I mean, she's still got to do Disenchanted. Is that coming out? Yeah. When's that? I don't know. In the next couple of years. Good. <gasps> I mean, bad, but good. Oh, that can't really happen. I was. I just had like a little um Brainwave. light bulb moment, and I was like, she should be in the Wicked musical adaptation, movie <laughs> adaptation of, mus- of the musical Wicked. But then, it's about like college students. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so not to bring age back into it, but she may be a little old for that role. Yeah, sadly. Anyway. Okay, my what the fuck of the week. I also the actually, week? in the course of you speaking, have remembered that you do in fact know that this happened. Me? Yes. Which is, <gasps> yeah. I watched three episodes of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Three? Yeah, we got That's three a lot in. Wow. I know. Well, I was watching with Jake and we were like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The woman marrying her step-grandfather. Let's just rehash that. Mary Crosby? <laughs> yeah. Crosby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's not even fully unpacked until the end of the season. No, it's not unpacked. It has not been really touched on at all. Because, <laughs> like, at, basically she's... I feel like she's not so into it, but also she right? seems like she is into it in, like, a really... She's she, into the, like, uh, lifestyle, but she's not into being... She's not no, into her husband. No, it does not seem like that at all. Because, like, the main thing we keep seeing over and over is her being, like, it was written into the will. This is an arranged marriage. You're like... <laughs> and minus <gasps> spoiler slash enticing little tidbit, that's not true. Stop! <laughs> no! <laughs> You're not ready. Oh my God. You're not Definitely ready. so far, it's made it seem like... She, the grandma yeah. was like, if you marry him, I will give you all of this money yeah. in the church. Yeah. That's definitely, wow. Oh my God. There's a lot to unpack. Um, so- yeah, no. Salt Lake City is insane. It is insane. Apparently nearly finished filming season two because so much happened that they don't even need to film the whole time. <laughs> um, honestly iconic. Right? Wow. But um, yeah. And it's only, I think... Without the reunions, it's only like twelve episodes. So yeah, there's also three like, reunion yes. episodes, and I think it's sixteen in total. It's also like is- one of the first uh, Housewives shows for the first season to have more than two reunion episodes, which tells you yeah. that a lot happened. Wow. Oof. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna lie, a lot happened in the first episode, but n- not so much was happening in episode two and three. Was episode two when they went skiing? Yeah, or maybe that was episode three. The thumbs up means fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Also, do you like dislike Lisa Barlow at the moment? Fuck, which one's she? I'm She's sorry, I don't know any the of the one names. who's very work oriented and has like. She's the one who's best friends. Is she with the Meredith. gin one? Yes. Yeah. Who isn't meant to drink and is meant to follow Mormon guidelines, but actually has a gin business. Iconic. Um, yeah, I would say that so far I'm not really liking any of them. I don't mind Heather. 
Like, no, sorry, I don't mean like as in I'm not enjoying watching them. You're not I vibing mean, with them. I don't feel like there are any actively good people. Them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, by I the enjoy end of the watching season, all of them. But... By the end of the season, I was like, yeah, I, I think there's like maybe two good people in this. Well, Heather doesn't like, feel genuinely too bad. Good. But no, all my opinions had flipped by the end. They'd all gone haywire. <laughs> I like them all, to be honest. Honestly, But by I'm the keen. end, my emotions were all over the place. Yeah, fair. And I feel like I should warn you. The couple of middle episodes, yeah. they get slow, yeah, because okay. it's the same thing. Yeah, that, uh, like they—it's hard to explain. When you catch up, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. But when they go to Vegas, yeah, when they're about to go to Vegas, that's when it picks up again and it goes batshit. Wow. Okay. I'm excited. Just so you that. know. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready. Well, that's that. Thanks. What, my, my what the fuck is just. What, what the, the fuck, fuck? <laughs> well that's what our what the fuck is meant to be what yeah. the fuck of the week is meant to be something you hated about culture this week or or something that is confusing you yes and that's where that I'm is at. confusing that's, yep yep mm. <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot would highly recommend <laughs> <laughs> okay well maddie nicholas where can people follow you oh um lady alice 101 on um instagram mm. youtube mm-hmm. twitter mm. TikTok. TikTok. I knew there was something else. TikTok. Yeah, that's that. Nicholas, pod? Podcast, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, it is WTFIH Podcast. Yeet. Yeet. We are doing extra bonus episodes for the next... uh, We have six more weeks. We do. And to be Um, honest, it's making our lives very difficult, trying to balance doing two episodes in one week. It's true, but I feel like that's because we're making the bonus ones too long. We need to cut them down to half an hour. I just don't know if we can. Yeah, it's true. We have because we start talking about Drag Race Down Under, and it's like, ha! maybe this week is gonna be a stupid episode, and then we won't have much to say. Maybe, probably not. Probably not. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're all stupid episodes. It's reality TV. Okay. This is back to my um, new state of <laughs> yeah, being. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, so much of my life is reality TV now, and I, I, I used to hate reality TV, and all of when a, uh, before you knew me before the end of 2019. I'd not watched much reality TV, barely any. I don't think that that's true. And then in 2020, end of 2019, I started Beverly Hills Housewives. And then I stopped that. I started New York. And that's where my life spiraled. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone out of control since then. It's out of control. <laughs> I need my fix. Um, if you want to follow me. <laughs> on Twitter or TikTok. Yeah. It's, I think it's Nick underscore sushi and I see underscore sushi on it both. Is. I think I changed it on TikTok to be matching. Oh, that was a really good idea. I wonder why it was not matching. I don't know. It, whatever. Just look in the description. <laughs> um, also, we, we've got the video version on YouTube. Yeet. So what the fuck is happening in the podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. And that's that. Thank you for, for listening. Listening. And this is... No. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the number one voted number one podcast, best podcast of all time. In the whole world. As voted by me. Maddie. Exactly. As voted by Maddie. It's true. And I, as of course we all know, I am the um, be all end all on opinions. Yes. Particularly T. with ratings. Ratings. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> okay. Cute. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.